What's up guys, Safir on Super Saf Speaks and welcome to a new episode of the podcast with myself, your host, Saf. And uh, Thunder E from Border Work, your co-host. And uh, I mean, th- there's a lot to talk about. We actually had to miss last week's episode because there was just so much on. We had to make lots of prep for this week because I mean, there's a new launch every single day this week, right? E- when did when mm-hmm. did March become September? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, when we rolled into 2021, man, it's changed it's, everything. It's just been crazy. So we've had on Monday was the Poco phone uh, F3 as well as the X3 Pro. Uh, Tuesday, OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro. Wednesday's Realme 8 Pro. There's a lot of pros. And then on Thursday, there's the Vivo X60 Pro and the X60 Pro Plus. Wow, that's a, that's a, that's a lot of stuff. But then we've also Tons got some other news that we want to talk about because um, it might be, well, we, 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 we've talked about the end of the Note series, Samsung Galaxy Note series, but it looks like we actually might not be getting a Note device this year, okay? That's just the latest news that's in. We've also talked about LG potentially stopping uh, making smartphones. That's a new story that we've also had that uh, they actually it might actually happen, and it's looking very very likely. Microsoft is currently in talks uh, with Discord over a ten billion plus acquisition, and uh, I mean we're, we're we're talking a lot of tech, but we're going to finish off with uh, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. We're just going to kind of... Uh, e really wants to talk about this for sure, but it'll just take us a little bit off the whole heavy tech focus and we can mix things up. We're not reading any reviews this week. Um, it's just been crazy. We've not had a chance to go through them, but uh, we will be going back to reading our reviews uh, from next week. So if you are on Apple Podcast, do drop a review and drop some comments on YouTube and as well as the socials, we do check them very often. Okay, so um, E, I want to actually start about the few of the devices that we've had this week. Um, not going to go into too much detail because there's just too much. So the Poco um, F3 as well as the X3 Pro, very competitive, coming in at around mm-hmm. 200 to 250 euros. And then uh, we've got 300 to 350 euros. We've got some early bird offers there. They're, they're definitely offering some very decent specs for the price, right? Now, you've had some experience with the X3 Pro, I believe. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How has that been for you overall in, in a nutshell? Uh, the X3 Pro is a solid device. The Snapdragon 860 processor really comes mm-hmm. into something that is quite interesting. Um, I wasn't able to do any benchmarks, but you guys can check out my, my video on the channel. Uh, mm-hmm. But I will say, though, that in terms of performance, though, you're getting everything you get on a 888 as well. So... Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what so, else to tell you. I mean, it's uh, it's impressive. Uh, these these devices are really coming in at very competitive price points, and I mean, it's great. It, it gives us lots of competition. Another device that is coming out this week as well uh, is the Realme 8 Pro. Now, disclaimer: I have partnered with Realme to uh, do some sponsored coverage as well as a massive, massive giveaway. This is the biggest giveaway ever had on any platform on the channel. Um, we're gonna be giving away lots of Realme 8 Pros. I can't specify exactly how much. I don't. I wanna keep that as a surprise. E, you know how much uh, uh, I've, I've got. You've seen the pictures. But um, mm-hmm. that will be mm-hmm. on the main channel. But just to kind of get, run you over some of the um, features that the Realme 8 
Pro has. So it's a 6.4 inch AMOLED display, right? Now, let me just remind mm -hmm. you that this device is coming in at uh, just 279 pounds. So I wanna keep going back to this, right? Uh, you've got a uh, 108 megapixel primary camera. This is the Samsung HM2 sensor, which I believe is now one of the, um, this device is one of the most affordable devices with a 108 megapixel sensor. We have an eight megapixel ultra wide camera, Snapdragon 720G chipset. We've got eight gigabytes of RAM, 128 gigabytes of storage. And uh, we get a 50 watt super dark charger included out of the box. So you don't have to buy that separately. And it's a 4,500 4, milliamp hour battery. So yeah, I mean, this price category is really getting interesting. If you don't really wanna to spend too much, I mean, the 720G, um, what, what would you say in terms of that processor? I mean, it's interesting though. Uh, what I find the most interesting here, as I said the word interesting twice or three times, is the fact <laughs> that uh, the 720G is capable of handling the 108 processor. Uh, that's uh, so 108 uh, megapixel uh, camera lens, which is something that we thought was left for the 800 or maybe the highest 700 series. Mm -hmm. So it looks like you know Qualcomm uh, has part they partnered with Qualcomm to do something you know really good where at least on a lower price device, you're gonna get some good images. I mean, that's that's a good thing. That, that That's really interesting that you mentioned that because one thing that a lot of people forget is when we're talking about these very high uh, resolution cameras and big large size sensors, you do need the image signal processor that can handle that level of detail, right? Because you're getting a lot mm -hmm. of detail coming through from those sensors. Now it needs to be computed, right? And if you've got a good image signal processor, an ISP as it's called, on the chipset, that's when you really can make the most of these images and having that 720G there. And one of the things I have to keep reminding myself, uh, I'm sure you do as well, is we're so used to devices that are around thousand pounds, thousand dollars, right? And yeah. You kind of get into that mindset of comparing everything to those, but you have to kind of, I have to keep reminding myself whenever I'm like with a device like the Realme 8 Pro is that this device is literally a quarter of a price of the price of one of those flagships right so 279 yeah. pounds you could get four of those devices for the for the price of you know say an iphone 12 pro max or the samsung galaxy s21 ultra or something like that so you kind of have to like keep reminding yourself there's a bit of a chin yes um and you know you do get the two megapixel uh, black and white as well as the two megapixel macro cameras. Again, that's something that I, I, a device at that price, I'm kind of like, okay, you know, even if you don't use those, you're still getting a decent package. An AMOLED display, sure, it's not gonna be 120 Hertz, but you know, you're getting a good AMOLED display, which has a thousand nits to peak brightness, again, for that price. So it's, uh, it's definitely interesting to see the competition that's coming at this price. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think also again, you know, at that price point, you don't want to, you don't want to, you don't need to focus. I wouldn't say want to. You don't need to focus on 120 hertz display. Better camera, better battery. That price point has different desires and needs as mm. opposed to trying to throw in all the hot and fancy stuff in there. Hey, and I mean, you're getting a 50 watt charger included out of the box, which you don't get with many of the devices as well. So, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, it's it's looking like a promising device. As mentioned, there's going to be some coverage on the main channel, so do check that out. And soon on the main channel as well, there will will be, mark my words, the biggest giveaway that we've had on my channel, but pretty much on many of the channels as well. We've we've got something big coming up and. Being able to work with a brand 
such as real meat gives us the opportunity to you know do these massive partnerships which you wouldn't be able to do otherwise right because it just would not be feasible for us to do that individually all right now we're going to move over and you know uh both myself and e are samsung galaxy note users we have been for a long time right um right now we're obviously moving on to the different devices but notes have always been kind of our go-to's right now we talked about the potential of the note series being discontinued and the rumors of that came about after the s21 ultra had support for the s pen so it kind of like brought the question will the note series be discontinued well we've actually now got a report that doesn't seem like it's going to be discontinued but as at the least it's going to be delayed so uh at the 52nd regular shareholders meeting in south korea Samsung co-CEO DJ Cole talked about the imbalance between the demand and supply of semiconductors globally, right? So it's, this is obviously a known problem. There is a, a, a shortage of uh, semiconductors across the globe right now. And um, Cole explained that it will be difficult to release the Note 21 in the second half of this year as developing and offering two high end devices can be a burden referring to the s21 the s21 ultra from early in the year right now cole has said it is not that we do not release new products the timing may vary but next year we are preparing to continue to do so a spokesperson also went on to record to mention that the note series has not been discontinued so they've kind of made a point of this but only delayed for now and expects the new flagship to return for next year. That'll likely be the Note 22 after the S22. So, um, I don't know, there's a couple of things to kind of look at here. Firstly, I'm, I'm very disappointed at that news. Um, you know, I was hoping that even if they did push it back, maybe we got it in like, you know, instead of August, usually maybe November, I don't know. But it looks like it might actually be pushed over completely to next year. What are your thoughts on this E? So the last time we spoke, I had a th I had a theory about it, and I've just revised it after listening to that whole statement. Here. <laughs> so initially, I had said that look, this is also initially as in January, right before the S twenty one was coming. I said, look, what Samsung is going to do this year is the S twenty one is going to support an S Pen. Uh, the Note's going to go away, and the Fold is going to take over that that position. And maybe they might be, it might be refreshed next year as being, look, uh, you can get a regular Note. If you want to get the Note Super, Note, Note Ultra, or the Fold Ultra will be the next level of a Note, right? It's like mm -hmm. one, two-step combo. My revision here is this. I think he's correct, but I think we're going to have the Note part of the S line next year. Interesting. And I think that's the delay because here's where my math is going he here's the reason why this is very interesting the only device they mentioned in that whole statement was the note they didn't mention mm -hmm. delays to the fold to any of the foldables they didn't mention any delays to the fe series they didn't mention delays to the ac which is their biggest cash cow so mm -hmm. they've made, basically said those are safe there's only mm -hmm. one set of devices that said it wasn't. So to me, I think that delay means the note becomes two pronged. So I think what we have next year will be an S Ultra with an S Pen, a regular S, which which just means it's still an Ultra without a pen if you want to, and then the smaller size, you know, 
Dark so Souls. So you're saying Souls, that sorry. the note is going S. to be kind of merged with the S series. I mean, for a long time, a lot of people have kind of said that the note is the S Galaxy S with an S pen, right? That's something that a lot yeah. of people say. So that's potential. I'm just happy that it's not being discontinued altogether because as much as I do like the S21 Ultra and I like the option of having an S Pen, not having something which you can just tuck into the device itself that's self-contained yeah. within the body is just not practical in my opinion. Any case just makes it too wide, comically wide that it's just not really usable in my opinion. And mm -hmm. yeah, just having the S Pen is just it's 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 nice to have and, and i'm sure some people will make use of it on the s21 ultra personally not for me i like to have it inside the device itself in in the housing of the device so then it's tucked away sure that does have an impact on you know the battery size somewhat but it just makes the whole process more like a note and something that we're used to i think that um if it is delayed uh it's possible that they might merge this but it might just be as a simple case of, okay, we just, as Samsung is saying, they just have um, a limit of uh, supplies right now. So maybe they'll just be like, okay, look, we're just gonna skip this year and next year. Also, I mean, the, the other thing, by the way, E, is if they have the S21 Ultra with the S Pen, how do they differentiate the Note this year? Like, exactly, what? so, yeah, there's, there's no differentiation whatsoever, unless, of course, the Note comes with a brand new feature that mm -hmm. is very note centric. That's yeah. the only way they do it. And either yeah. one, they didn't have it, which kudos to them for not trying to throw a gimmick. But also again, it makes so much sense when you delay and you come with an S22 and the S22 you know, is revamped. Because here's the thing that's gonna happen, I think. I think Samsung will have, here's the other thing I'm gonna put into future quote is, Samsung will have a 108 megapixel ultra wide sensor as well next year to match. Or, or 50, they're gonna go with one of those two, either 50 or no, sorry, 64 is yeah. the, the lens they usually use. So 64 or 108. Um, so, yeah, so to, they'll to be kind of that. like, yeah, improving on that. Cause again, like right now, considering how good the S21 Ultra was and how well it was received, um, trying to top that with the Note series, um, considering that the S21 Ultra also already has an S Pen, is going to be quite difficult. All right, so uh, that's the Note. Uh, again, I'm hopeful that we will be seeing more Notes going forward. And it also cool. seems like we potentially might have some more bad news, and that is around LG devices. So we've talked about this before, but we've just had a new report in. Now, this is on Phone Arena. Um, the uh, Korean news agency, uh, Dong A. Ilbo, I think it's called, this is via Bloomberg, is reporting that LG's plans to sell its loss-making phone business have all fallen through for real this time. Its sources from a local electronics industry have tipped that LG is now planning to shutter its smartphones division altogether after negotiations with VW and others to buy it didn't pan out. So I mean, it's look we've we've talked about this before. LG, you know, it's 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 a it's a brand that we, you, I mean, we're very much invested in the brand when it comes to televisions and you know laptops, all of these things that we use. Monitors, my I swear by my uh, ultra wide monitor from LG, and they've made some mm -hmm. great devices, but it has been a downhill journey for them over the past few years let's let's be real um their marketing has been completely off point they always start at a higher price and then they end up lowering the price uh just a month in which means nobody actually buys the device 
on launch because they know that the price is going to go down. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a, it just has the this this this. I don't even know what the word for it is. What do you what do you call that? Where you kind of just build that up for yourself uh, yeah. to fail. You you just kind yeah, of yeah, so setting up for failure. Yeah, setting up for failure. That's the that's what I'm looking for. You're pretty much setting up for failure because once you kind of give that impression to people that hey, the device is going to drop in price after a month. Who's going to buy it? <laughs> you know what I mean. So why not just start at a more competitive price? Why not, uh, you know, give us devices that we've, you know, we, it's, it's fair enough exp- experimenting and stuff, but just a lot of the mistakes that they've made in the past is is a little bit uh, unfortunate, but it, it kind of has now led to this situation. I I have a I have a I have a solution for LG, but they're not gonna listen. They're not gonna take it, and you know, it looks like this is the demise. I think LG mm-hmm. should do two things. One. The most important thing is take all the experience they have and create the competitor to the Galaxy FE. Honestly, price it, look for a price at 500. Create that $500 device that everybody Mm. goes, wow. Even if it's not 5G, does not matter. Again, now you have chipsets like the 870, the 860. This year, there's a lot of options you can mix in that when you drop a device, you provide you provide the things you do well with LG. Look, you guys have always done ultra wide well. You've done stereo speakers well. You have a headphone jack. You include the SD card. You've got a da- exactly. You throw in a battery in there. You give people a nice five hundred dollar package, and you say, look, it's available to buy either LG.com or Amazon. Partner with Amazon. Oh. Honestly, just just drop that. And then the second thing is continue to showcase those expensive devices. I mean, I'm not talking about competitors to the the Galaxy line because LG also owns LG Display, even though it's a separate company. Give us the roll, roll ball. Just show us, give us a small supply and say, look, we're just launching this because you're selling it to other suppliers who will buy. That's literally mm-hmm. what you're doing that. Showcasing your yep. tech. You're like, hey, we've got a rollable display. It's going to cost you $2,000. Yeah, we're only probably aiming to sell a hundred thousand anyway, right? That's it. That's all we're doing, and people will come back. People will look at LG and go, "Huh, this makes a lot of sense." Because that's how you keep yourself competitive in this in this market. Right mm-hmm. now, they have they have zero focus. And again, we, we said it before. Look, if you guys are bad at marketing, come to us. <laughs> we will do it for you. We, we will Seriously. advise you know but like on a serious note I, I totally agree with you around that $500 price point is where there's there's a lot of competition kind of building up but you know we, we've got a few standout devices that really people will flock towards like the S20 FE last year was just a huge success that's what they should come in at don't start high and then discount later on come in competitive right away Dave. Give, give us something that's going to be um, really good, but also work on your marketing in the sense that, uh, you know, like I've, I've talked about this before. Um, I've been in situations with LG in the UK where they've called me to a, an exclusive hands-on of a device that I've already reviewed. So an exclusive first hands-on event where I can't even, uh, you know, I have to film in this control situation but why would I do that when I've already got the device in my hand? I've had it for two weeks. I've dropped a review on my channel already. And then it's just like, you were inviting me to this exclusive hands-on. It's like, come on, how how disconnected can you be, right? So work yeah. on getting the devices into the hands of people. You're com- if you're confident in your product, you have no problem 
giving the device on a loan basis, whatever it is, to um, journalists, reviewers, who you know will say good things about them because they are a good pro if, if you've made a good product and you're confident about it, send it out there, let people talk about it, let that really kind of uh, get, uh, get your consumers to know about the products. Don't just drop a product and then don't talk about it for two months and then drop it when everybody's forgotten about it and moved on to the next thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And honestly, though, stop focusing on the U.S. market. I'm not saying you shouldn't. Don't. I mean, just like you, like like Sap said, there are other markets there. There's the U.K. market. There's India. There's so many markets you can go in and say, look, hey, here's our product. You know, here's a product for 500. Think about. Like, let me put it this way for you. I'm originally from Nigeria. In Nigeria right now, other than people, so here are the tiers you have in Nigeria. People are either buying iPhone, Galaxy, that's that's top, right? Just like everywhere else on the planet. And then, you know, he jumps down to Infinix and um, I've gone to the other brand, but brands that I never heard of. You know, I've, I follow some other Nigerian YouTubers who are based in Nigeria, and those are the devices they're covering. You know, those, the really cheaper phones and people are going like, yeah, it's too cheap because it breaks down. Like they want something just a little bit higher that they know, okay, fine, I'm going to pay this amount for, and it's not going to, you know, it's not going to break the bank, and it's also going to last long, as opposed to, like, getting a Galaxy on iPhone, because those are the ones that break the bank for them. Mm. So there's there's a lot of sweet spots in many places where you can actually look like, instead of you trying to fight and then follow carrier rules in the U.S., that forces everything to just release in such weird schedules for you, you know? Yeah. That's but, just but what they need to do. But, but you're right in the sense that LG is a very well-known brand. When somebody looks at LG, they, they straight away have confidence that it's going to be a good product. It's going to be good quality. You know, I'm, I'm sure pretty much everybody has some form of an LG product, whether that's a television, a monitor, yeah, television, whatever that is. right? Home appliance, it's, yeah. Exactly. I mean, literally, everybody in my family does have some form of LG uh, appliance in, in, their, in their house, right? And this is the thing, you have that brand confidence and you could still utilize it. But as we're seeing right now, it's not looking good for LG, but we hope for the best. I'm praying. <laughs> He's praying. Okay, uh, Microsoft is in talks with Discord over a 10 billion plus acquisition. I hate that word. Acquisition Microsoft. of uh, Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft is in discussions with Discord to acquire the gaming-focused chat software for more than $10 billion. According to sources, talking to Bloomberg, Xbox chief Phil Spencer is said to be talking to Discord about the potential deal. Venture Beats, which is uh, from, I believe it's associated with Evan Blass, very reputable, has uh, reported earlier that Discord was exploring a 10 billion plus sale after multiple potential buyers express, expressed interest and it had signed an exclusive acquisition discussion with one party. Okay, so I am not too, I mean, I use Discord and I used to use it particularly when we used to play Call of Duty, probably this time last year. Um, you know, before mm -hmm. um, I had to ban myself from playing Call of Duty because I was spending too much time doing it and not actually making any videos. Uh, but yeah, Discord, obviously very, very popular service. Uh, lots, lots going on. $10 billion. Yeah, so I think it's done. I think you it's think a wrap it's, already. It's, it's, it's already done. Okay. Yeah, I think it's a wrap a year. So here's, here's my, my thought process with this. 
Microsoft has said said this earlier with the Xbox acquisition that like they were going to they had more not they had said they had more things coming up. Rumors as Microsoft had a lot of big acquisitions were coming. We weren't sure what those acquisitions were. Now everybody a lot of people a lot of people are shocked because most people don't understand how big Discord is. So you know we had a Discord server. I set up one for us. We played. Call of Duty. I have another one with a few friends that play Division. The way Discord was, you can set up your own private service for the people you want to chat with. And you can bring in people from different servers. It's really easy to use. It's it's a very easy uh, system to set up. So Discord yeah. has become this very big... It started off as being an alternative to gaming chats because most PC games had terrible, terrible in-game chat. I mean, like, very remember bad. when we were trying to play Call of Duty the first time? It was just, It's just so bad. Crash. Um, yeah, so Discord came in, they set this thing up, and now a lot of game manufacturers are like, oh, this is fantastic. We just need the plugin to integrate it. Great, no problem. You know, mm-hmm. We don't have to deal with that aspect of things there. Plus, again, with Discord, you set up your own chat, so you only chat with people who you want to chat with. So there's none of that online bullying or anything like that. It's, it's a very controlled system. Yeah. Now, for Microsoft, this makes a huge play. Because here's the other thing they just did yesterday, which it kind of mentioned, and then the whole Discord news kind of blew it away. Microsoft changed Xbox Live to Xbox Network. That's what it's called now. Xbox mm-hmm. Live, which is the which is the is the online the online service, is now called Xbox Network. And I think Discord will take over the chat aspect of that. But also because Xbox Game Pass is available on PC, mobile, and um, Xbox having Discord as your chat platform across the board means you are now connected because you have the Discord app on mobile, which would be mm. most likely separate and probably be integrated or separate depending on how they want to do it. But then you now have it on your Xbox as well. Because here's the thing Microsoft Teams came out and like, so Microsoft tried to buy Slack. This is how this mm-hmm. acquisition started. Slack said no. Microsoft built mm. Teams and now Teams is crushing Slack. Microsoft now wants to do the same thing on gaming, but they know that, look, Discord, it's going to be very hard to beat Discord. So you might as well just put it up and buy them. And I think that 10 million acquisition is already done at this point. I wouldn't be surprised next week it comes up official. Like, yeah, uh, so yeah, we are buying Discord because as, as the article stated, Discord had entered an exclusive discussion with one company. It's only one company who that makes sense with. It's either Microsoft, Sony, or maybe like a big game developer. But right now, it's, <laughs> it's pretty much it's Microsoft. Microsoft. So, I mean, yeah, Discord obviously is, is huge. You know, we were, we were talking about OnePlus leaks um, before. And one of the places where we initially got one of the first leaks was from Dave2D's Discord server, right? So somebody yeah. actually jumped onto there. So you kind of have these, this community aspect of it as well, um, which is which is really cool. And yeah, I mean, it, it's a really good service. Um, do you think Microsoft is the right company to to to, to get it? So yeah, I say yes. So I actually posted it to some of the guys we used to play with uh, on, on you know, Call of Duty and half of them were like, no, no way. Mm-hmm. And I get it. And I get that Discord trying being on its own is great. So I have two minds on this because this is the other part of me that doesn't like this massive consolidation of companies. Like it's becoming this huge consolidation where five companies control everything really mm-hmm. at this point. So yep. that part of me does not like it. But I think the new Microsoft where 
um, something like Discord is not going to be uh, solely tied to Xbox. There will be Xbox benefits to it. But I think some of the benefits is that now you can play a cross-platform game with your PlayStation friends. And hey, we will offer Discord on the PlayStation. That's a Microsoft service now on PlayStation. And maybe they might say Discord by Xbox. It would be the naming. Making you sure that even now... <laughs> Sony may not allow it, but it's, it's, if, if it's covering three aspects of gaming, even if you never play on the Xbox, if it's covering both mobile and, and, and uh, PC, and here's something for Microsoft too. Microsoft now wants to eat the mobile gaming market. Imagine if you control mobile gaming chat, then all those mobile games, even if you don't have that, just that's, that's that you know, so leg, leg in, in there. It's funny you mentioned the cross-platform. So when we used to play Call of Duty on PC, we used to always play with, uh, we used to also play with some friends who are uh, playing on console, right? And one of the funny things was is um, to be able to chat to them cross-platform would use Discord. So the way we had to do it is, you know, one of our friends, uh, Ali, he would have to have his phone with Discord have his airpod one of his airpods in one ear so then he could hear the discord chat and talk to us and then he had another headphone in the other ear which was connected to his um uh, to his television so he could actually play and it was just oh man it's like i was like dude how do you even do that it's just such a headache yeah but yeah no, that's, that, that's why i was that's why i was so telling once, him to get the steel series headset because that connects you Two devices at the same time. Two devices at the same time. But yeah. yeah, I mean, if you've got if you've got somebody like Microsoft comes in, okay, so on Xbox it's built in and it's cross platform. So if somebody's playing on PC, you can still chat to them, and you know, without having to do all of these uh, crazy hurdles. So I mean, crazy. there's yeah. potential there. There's potential there, and it and it should be good. Now, the big one this week is obviously the OnePlus Nine and the OnePlus Nine Pro. Lots of speculation, lots of leaks from OnePlus themselves. <laughs> OnePlus kind of like teasing information. But now we've got all the official information. And myself and E have actually been using the OnePlus 9 and the OnePlus 9 Pro for, I'd say, around two weeks now. So, you know, we, we did get a hold of the devices pretty early. And, um, you know, uh, I'll go over what we've got and what they're featuring. But uh, And then we'll go over some of our opinions. So the OnePlus 8, uh, sorry, the OnePlus 9 features uh, a 6.55 inch AMOLED Full HD Plus 120Hz display. The 9 Pro has a 6.7 inch uh, display, but that is also AMOLED, but it's Quad HD Plus, and it's also got 120Hz, but with LTPO technology. So it can go all the way down to 1Hz as well, which uh, gives it that flexibility. You've got uh, the Hasselblad partnership, right? Now this is quite interesting because we've got the same ultra wide camera on both devices. Both of those also double up as macro cameras. Then we've got the primary cameras, which are the same size sensors, but they're actually uh, slightly different sensors. We've got a better sensor on the uh, OnePlus 9 Pro. Then we've got telephoto camera on the OnePlus 9 Pro, uh, which will give you 3.3 times optical zoom. The OnePlus 9 does not have optical zoom. And then we've got a two megapixel monochrome camera which um you know is there <laughs> let's just say mm-hmm. there's there's no compromise in terms of the specifications though because both devices have the qualcomm snapdragon 80 chipset both are available with either 8 or uh, 12 gigabytes of ram they both have either 128 or 256 gigabytes of ufs 3.1 storage as well and then we've got 
the same 4,500 milliamp hour battery on both of these, but it's quite interesting because the OnePlus 9 Pro and the OnePlus 9 both have 65 watt charging, which is included out of the box, so thumbs up for that. And it's very yeah. fast. I mean, you can get 100% charging in like 29 minutes. It's insane how fast it is. Very, very good. But both devices do support wireless charging. However, there's a catch. So the OnePlus 9 only has Qi wireless charging 15 watts in Europe and North America. It does not have it in India and China, right? So that was huh, something that I, I had to that. do some research. Yeah, so I actually Ooh. had to kind of like really do some digging and kind of like really grill OnePlus to find out why that was, right? So, uh, well, I don't know the reason why it was, but to find out the difference, I'm assuming it's to keep the price lower and maybe wireless charging is not as popular in those areas. I know they go very competitive with the price in India. We've obviously got Oxygen OS based upon Android 11 and the starting price for the OnePlus 9 in the UK is 600 and 29 pounds which is pretty competitive it's uh 700 and uh how much is it 29 pounds in the us in the yeah. us and the oneplus 9 pro starts at 829 pounds in the uk or 969 dollars in the us so it's very much going towards that uh 1000 dollar price point now the first thing i want to say is performance wise these things are top notch right e you've been testing it yeah. you're a gamer what do you think I mean, yeah. I mean, it's OnePlus. Uh, performance is great. It's the performance you expect. Also, it's in line with everything in Triple Eight. Uh, but I would say though, their cooling system this year—I've uh, forgotten what they call it specifically—is definitely better. Because one thing I've noticed with all the smartphones with the Snapdragon Triple Eight that I've tested is they run hot. This is a warmer processor, just in general. So I was kind of confused when my Galaxy hit, hit like 120 degrees Fahrenheit, which is almost 50 degrees Celsius. I was like, this is hot, right? And I realized that it's actually the processor, unless it's Samsung. Samsung just used the same cooling they've been using. Mm. And OnePlus talked about theirs, and their go theirs goes about like 112, so maybe around 47. Okay degrees or so it's a little bit cooler so uh but in performance i mean it's yeah i mean it's what I mean, you expect from oneplus oneplus always has been there and it's there's no compromise right so it's not like the oneplus yeah. 9 is compromising in terms of the performance that's something you know oneplus has always been about speed etc so speed has been absolutely fine the displays as well the displays are very very good some of the best displays out there especially the oneplus 9 pro which is primarily what i've been using but it's not to say that the OnePlus 9 has a bad display. It's, it's 120 hertz, it's still AMOLED, and it's pretty good. So, I mean, you know, I really wouldn't mind. And it's a flat display as well, which you might prefer to the slightly curved display of the OnePlus 9 Pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've they hit... The, I think one of the things we should appreciate with OnePlus is on the hardware side of things, they've mm -hmm. hit improvements year to year on things that you appreciate you know display like display this year is really good on both devices you, you know you know the processor the amount of ram you know charging for instance you know like yeah. that's to be not to be understated that you get you know you can charge within 30 i would say 30 to 35 minutes depending on whatever your settings are and all that there's so many factors to it right with a wired charger while mm. competitors or the the big guys in that flagship range, none of them charge that fast. They don't, just, and just again, like even if they do charge somewhat fast, they don't include the charger out of the box. So this is something that you are getting, and I want to give OnePlus credit for that. Any manufacturer that now includes a charger out of the box, especially if it's a, a charger that fast, I mean, sixty watt, sixty five watts is fast. 
it, mm-hmm. it's it's definitely quite impressive the oneplus 9 pro also supports 50 watt wireless charging now that wireless charger is 70 pounds you're gonna have to buy that separately i don't think you really need that much of a faster wireless charger for me wireless charging is more of a convenience thing so i kind of leave my phone on the wireless charger wake up to it fully charged so that's generally what i use it for but you know that option is available if you do want to buy it and the building design i mean i i i mean i've got lots i'm looking at it right now and i've got lots of fingerprints over it because i do have the glossy version i've got the morning mist uh which color yeah. did you get for the pro oh i got the silver one yeah so that's the morning color. mist as well so it's glossy yeah, there is mist, some yeah. it's... there are a couple of matte versions available as well apparently but i've i've uh, not uh, got those and i've got the winter mist on the oneplus nine which is a bit of a purple again it looks really really nice oh, at least especially in pictures. lucky you i i got i got the ever sticky black sticky black is that is that again so glossy so it's interesting because gl- oneplus yeah. really kind of went for the the green with the matte finish i don't know why they went with this again i want to give them credit because they do include cases out of the box so you know yeah. that's that's okay fine it's glossy it's it's gonna get fingerprints but hey you get a free case so you know there is that but okay so that's the, the the package speakers are also really good e you were mentioning to me that you know the speakers are quite nice and also the oneplus 9 pro is is louder yeah yeah i, I that's what i experienced in my speaker test which you guys can go check out uh but yep. yeah speakers are solid on them and again hardware just yeah really good stuff Back- battery life um so it's interesting because i've primarily been using the oneplus 9 pro which has been i'd say good for battery life i wouldn't say it's you know as good as some of the others that i've tested this year right um yeah and tom actually did a a comparison like a a battery drain test and he found that the oneplus 9 actually did better compared to the oneplus 9 pro both at full hd plus resolution so that was quite interesting and it seems like because the oneplus 9 pro has the bigger display it's it's put it's having to push out more power there right but because of ltpo i was expecting it to do better maybe software updates will improve that i mean with the s21 ultra my excellent version the battery life was terrible but uh, after a couple of software updates it became very very good so there is potential there yeah i mean i think it's just one of those things where the battery itself it's 4500 you're looking at also 5g use as well so you're going to be getting uh you know like honestly to me if it's for five with 5g connectivity 5000 milliamps is where the sweet spot is plus 120 hertz even though it's adaptive you still have to weigh those into account Mm, yeah so okay that's everything about the devices solid solid devices but then it comes to the cameras okay so now let's talk about this this is what you guys really want to hear as, as well this Hasselblad partnership you know oneplus has invested like 150 million dollars you know we wanted to really see is it just a case of OnePlus slapping on the Hasselblad logo, or is there actually some substance to it? So firstly, the interface has been updated. It's got more of a Hasselblad vibe to it. We've got that click, which I quite like, actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you listen to it because this is a podcast. Uh, I'll let you listen to the, I don't know if you can hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, little, little details like that, but obviously that's not what people are after. What people really want to know is how are the cameras. So I gotta say, overall, uh, the rear-facing cameras, the ultra-wide and the primary, pretty good. And I think the main thing that they've bought over with Hasselblad is the color science, right? So this is something that I have found that I do like because, you know, I think OnePlus devices generally were going more towards the Samsung style, which was, you know, very saturated. 
uh, very vibrant colored punchy shots which some people actually do prefer but now that they've been working with Hasselblad they've been tuning the colors to be a little bit more neutral uh, a little bit more natural I would say and that's something that I do like you know lots of detail but also good dynamic range what do you think he Oh yeah, I I like the color science on there. Dynamic range is really good. Uh, the one thing I'll tell people is if you're getting the OnePlus 9 Pro or the OnePlus 9, the display makes reds look really saturated. Trust me, it's not. You pull it on, on, on a laptop or a computer, mm. you actually see the difference. Because I was doing a photo shoot with uh, Board Femme and she was doing her you know, uh, photo shoot on the OnePlus 9 Pro. She went mm. a red jacket and I was like, oof, ooh, this is more punchy than Samsung. And then we looked at it later and it was, okay. much, it was much better. So, yeah. so, so just, just to note it on that stuff. So, this, so that's the positive side of things. There's also some negatives we're going to be coming to. So um, the telephoto camera, I mean, it's not anything great. I mean, it's just 3.3 times zoom. I would have preferred like two times or like 2.5 times for proper portraits because the telephoto camera is not used to portraits at all. So I covered mm -hmm. the telephoto camera and then I went to portrait mode and it's just doing what Samsung does, which is cropping into the main sensor. And this is one area the first area, which I would say was something that I was not impressed with, portrait mode on the OnePlus 9 and the 9 Pro is not very good. Um, complete missing my hair and part of my face and things like that. Uh, I believe you've had a similar experience. Yeah, I mean, uh, I looked at some of the images we took yesterday. Uh, I'll be a little bit fairer to them and call it spotty, right? I'll call it okay. spotty in the sense that, you know, um, a bit of a mixed bag. Some things came out really good and some things didn't. And then in, sometimes it missed, you know, those, you know, how you always did the test where it's in between your arms, uh, mm -hmm. where you basically kind of fold your arms or you stand with the Superman pose and, mm -hmm. you know, trying to get that. It misses those things, those spots quite a bit. So yeah. it was it was a mix. But the one thing, I don't know if you noticed this because it was actually boyfriend who brought this up, was uh, when you're taking photos, with where it's portrait or regular photos your distance to the camera uh basically in her own case uh basically decided what the focus would be on the face so her face looked less sharp the further she stood away from the camera as opposed to when she was closer to the camera so mm. that was something that we found just very interesting where she yeah. would she just zoomed in and she's like why do mm. i look like I was in the shadows. <laughs> so this is the thing that there is definitely room for improvement. Now there's video, I mean, 8K at 30 frames a second, both from the primary as well as the ultra wide cameras, which was something that I've never seen before, an ultra wide camera 8K. Um, quality seems to be pretty good. I do need to do more testing. I actually want to put it up against, you know, one of the flagships, maybe the S21 Ultra that is going to be in the works. So, you know, watch out for that super SaaS style camera comparison. But you've also got 4K at 120 frames a second on the OnePlus 9 Pro, which, um, you know, is one of the first, I believe. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's still something I haven't taken full advantage of because I'm trying to capture, I, I think I might just have to capture cars in traffic first, just because I'm trying mm -hmm. to think of things to do to capture, you know, at that speed, yeah. you know, 4K 120. So I was, I was just jumping in my garden like a madman. <laughs> my neighbors were looking, they were probably thinking, what is this guy doing? So, I mean, there's that. But then, you know, uh, so, I, so I'd say, you know, in, in a nutshell, when it comes to the rear-facing cameras of the OnePlus 9 and the 9 Pro, they're good. The 9 Pro definitely has a better camera, a primary camera compared to the OnePlus 9, as we were expecting. It's got a better sensor. It does better low light. But 
you know, there's definitely room for improvement. Is it something groundbreaking? Is it something that I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm dropping my iPhone, I'm dropping my Samsung, and I'm gonna start shooting with the OnePlus? Definitely not. Um, there's definitely improvement here, but there's certainly more room for improvement. Would you agree with me, E? I would agree. I, I have more faith in this partnership just because of uh, of what they said uh, Hasselblad was going to bring for this phone. They clearly said it was a color science and it shows. So mm -hmm. I think if they continue with that where Hasselblad is now bringing in more stuff because I think most of that investment of the $150 million is probably working with them to build their own sensors or at least at least work with Sony to say, okay, look, we want the sensor to look exactly so like it's more, this. yeah, this is the first one and it's not bad for the first uh, first devices that have come from this partnership. So it looks promising going forward. Now I'm gonna, now I'm gonna go into rant mode because when we flip over and go to the front facing cameras, then you know, all of everything that we just talked about goes out the window, throw it out the window as far as you can because it does not apply to the front facing cameras because it seems like OnePlus were like, okay, Hasselblad, this, that, and they were really working. And then the front facing cameras are like, all right, just throw on what was from, you know, whatever we had, similar to whatever we had on the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8 Pro, which weren't really great anyway. So. Okay, they can take decent selfies in good lighting and you do actually have some good dynamic range. I want to give them that because you yeah. know, I was in situations where there was uh, you know a lot of kind of you know light coming in from the background. Actually did pretty decent, right? Portrait mode can be hit and miss, right? But then video is just atrocious. And I'm going to say this, you know, I I don't want to kind of put them down too much because, you know, as I said, you've got overall good pack packages, but the front facing cameras, I mean the video is 1080p. So here OnePlus are like we've got this Hasselblad partnership We've got 8K from two cameras. Every all of the other losers have got. Um, they didn't say this, obviously, but you know, kind of like we, everybody else has only got 8K from the main camera, and the 8K from the main camera of the S21 Ultra also crops in crazy. So that's another thing which you know the OnePlus does not do. And then when it comes to the front-facing cameras, oh yeah, forget just you know the 1080p, right? Yeah. And it's not only the resolution because the quality is, is pretty bad. Dynamic range is not good and it's just very soft. And yeah, I was not happy with the front facing cameras. No, no, I, I wasn't happy with the front facing camera either. Um, for me, that was one of those things where um, I was, because I, I did my comparison with the, the OnePlus 9 versus the S21. Uh, I was like, all right, let me just go out there and shoot some front facing video and rear video. Just quick samples so people can see. Uh, I, you know, my S21 set at 4K 60, and I'm like, where's the, where's the, where, <laughs> where, 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 where's this thing? I, I, I can't find, oh, oh, oh. So I recorded, and I was like, oh, it is 1080p 30. It's not even 1080p 60. You can't even um, go there, yeah. Yeah, so it was just one of those things where, um, I, for me, just the, again, if you're playing in this league, so that's the thing that OnePlus needs to understand in my mind is that, look, uh, right now you've got the OnePlus 9 that competes against the S21. So you're in the league already. And then you've got the Pro, which competes against the S21 Ultra. And mm -hmm. and right now the S21 Ultra has dropped price to 900, by the way. So it's, it's $69 less than the OnePlus, at least here in the US, in certain places. So you're going... You, you have to be you have to be, you have to have all your ducks in a row when you're coming in to say okay look we've covered all these things especially when you're doing 4k 120 like how can you do 4k 120 on one end and then like yeah 10 just completely 30 on the other and, and like, this is the thing i mean this you know for, for a device that's 30 dollars off a thousand dollars um you know okay in the uk you're getting i'd say a bit more competitive pricing i don't know how it works in terms of 
imports and taxes and stuff but yeah 829 pounds but that's still on the high end you could easily get um an s21 plus for around about that much now so you know you're, you're really comp competing against the big boys right and you cannot just forget a feature like that now granted i'm not somebody who you know lives on my front-facing camera but you know, I, it, for me, it just doesn't add up. That that just doesn't make sense. That how could you just completely disregard the front-facing camera like that when you we're talking all about these rear-facing cameras? So that's probably the biggest downside for me for the OnePlus Nine and the OnePlus Nine Pro. That aside, um, you know, overall solid devices. Uh, I think from OnePlus, I'm interested to see where it goes for them next. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think they're solid. The one other takeaway, at least for me here in the US, which I mentioned, is that the OnePlus 9 and 9 Pro, even though they're 5G devices, do not support millimeter wave in the US. So okay. that kind of limits at least people who are Verizon users and who want to tap into those really mega fast, you know, uh, yeah. 5G speeds. So that's okay. something to take note. So again, something that Samsung is offering, right? Something yeah. that's the you know the competitors. And when it comes to the OnePlus Nine, I think they've done a better job than what they did with the OnePlus Eight because you know when it came to the OnePlus Eight or the OnePlus Eight Pro, for me it was easy. Now I think the OnePlus Nine actually might be pretty good for a lot of people because yeah, you're missing out on a few different features, but you're still getting a solid device for that price. But then only until Samsung drops the S21 FE because if the <laughs> S21 FE comes in at the same price then, you know, based on the S20 FE, which had a telephoto camera, you know, it had it had so many things that were really, really just on point. I just wonder, I wonder what's gonna happen when Samsung comes in with the S21 FE. Let's see. Okay, yeah. now to, to finish off, we wanna talk about something a little bit different. And, uh, you know, that's what we like to do in the podcast. We like to talk about what we wanna talk about. It doesn't necessarily always have to be specifically tech and smartphones and let's take a bit of a break from smartphones anyway because you know there's too many right now we're having a bit of smartphone smartphone <laughs> i think we, we we listed six or seven smartphones already <laughs> man there's there's a lot to go through okay so the snyder cut of justice league was released on hbo max in the us and sky in uh, in sky cinema in the uk uh lots of talk about it online four hours long um the first thing i want to address before anything else Four by three or whatever it is, one three, whatever whatever the actual when, when ratio it, yeah. was, right? Ratio is, yeah. Now the reason behind it was that it was intended for IMAX. So am I correct in understanding that? Yeah. So the the movie was shot uh, with an i with not with it was shot on film, but I it was converted to IMAX standard. That was that's what it was, and he wanted to get that tall frame. Now the original, which came out in 2017, was edited for 16 by nine. And I remember this because, um, you know, big DC fan, watch a lot of comic movies, but Sav called me up. And this is the other side of the story. He's not going to tell me. He just said, I was not going to call me. He sent me a text message. He's like, seriously, man, four by three. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and a lot of people have made jokes about, like, the iPad is the best thing to watch it on. And, you know, like, different, different, they're bring back your old CRT TVs and monitors and, <laughs> and watch it that way. But yeah, it was built for that. And uh, it's a it's one of those decisions that he wanted to uh, to keep it that way. And I can tell you the reason why uh, I think he kept it that way is because this was 
this is built as his last hurrah in the sense of all the, you know, like the DC movies he's, he's creating. So he wanted to keep it the same way because he's also releasing a black and white version as well that will be coming out uh, for the movie. Okay. Because when he shot it, he actually shot it almost on grayscale so that he, okay. he could call it correct later. Did, did he use a two megapixel sense. monochrome camera for that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't know i don't know if he did i, I don't think i don't think to get it that sharp though you i think you probably used like something a little bit higher <laughs> <laughs> okay but okay so okay let me just clarify right zach snyder is a legend and he can do whatever the hell he wants okay right if he wants to shoot in four by three or whatever the actual ratio is he can do that and you know that it was his vision right and that was yeah, the whole yeah. the whole point of the snyder cut was it was his vision so however the hell he wants to show it he can show it but here's, here's my argument on the other side right because this is something that i've always talked about now before smartphones came about and vertical video became a thing the one thing that i used to always say is we as humans have eyes side by side okay right uh e i want you to try this out as well okay so look mm -hmm. ahead, look at your camera, okay? Put your hands like yeah. this. Put your hands yeah. like this, okay? And uh, keep make, uh, spreading them apart and see where they disappear. They'll probably disappear around about here, okay? So they'll probably disappear around about here. I can still okay. see, I got a really wide vision though. Okay, yeah. right. I, I can see that, yeah. Right, now try the same, but going horizontally, okay? You can go as wide as you want, all right? You will mm -hmm. still be able to see them because we have wide vision as humans, right? We have yeah. wide vision. That's just the way it yeah. works, which is why, you know, when you go and see a movie in the widescreen cinematic 21 by 9, you know, you can experience that because you're taking in all of your surroundings. And that's the kind of purpose of it, right? Which is why, you know, 16 by 9 is kind of in between. So it kind of like has a bit of a compromise because shooting that wide mm -hmm. can be very difficult. Uh, 21 by 9 is quite difficult to shoot um, and you know making sure the framing and everything is right you yeah. kind of have to kind of fill in a lot of the stuff um, so I kind of get the 16 by 9 is kind of in the middle which is why t televisions at home are in 16 by 9 yeah yeah so that's that's know, my point around the the 4 by 3 versus 16 by 9 argument that for me I think you get a better overall viewing experience when you're sitting at home people are saying about watching this on an iPad I'm sorry but as good as the iPad is, and I love watching movies on the iPad on a plane because whenever I'm traveling, it's perfect. Yeah. But if I'm sitting at home, I want to be using my 65, 75, whatever inch TV that I have to experience that in full, right? And having that four by three in the middle, I'll just say, mm, it's just, again, you know, I'm going to go back to that, the wide, the, 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 the format that our eyes are, the way God made us was to experience <laughs> wide content, to have that vision where we can see and experience all of that. So that's my kind I, of, I think that fair enough, if it was made for IMAX, that's, that's fine. But considering yeah. that it was going to be released um, on HBO and stuff like that, they should have also kind of been that consideration. Again, I want to emphasize that Zack Snyder can do whatever the hell he wants, <laughs> trust me. But, I'm just giving my opinion that I would have liked to have had a version for... I, I, I actually don't disagree with you in, in that aspect, just for the general consumer and stuff like that. For me, it didn't bother. But I also want to preface this for people is that when you see those bars on the site, you're not missing any wide information, just to correct you guys here, it just just in general, because people might think you're missing information here. Oh, no, the thing is when cropped. they... 
Yes, it's not crop. That you're getting all the information. The thing is that when they actually reformat it for sixteen by nine, you actually lose information on the top and the bottom. That's mm -hmm. what happens. That's just usually what what happens. So just so you know, you know, because I know some people were like, "What am I missing on the sides?" You know, like w what's going on on either <laughs> who's, side who's of sneaking, the screen? Who's sneaking over from the side? Is it, is exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, am I, you know, you know, where's the Joker? Is he hiding behind there? Yeah, I, exactly. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> But yeah, you're not missing anything in in, in that respect. Uh, okay. The only thing that to me is was uh, now I wanted to ask you uh, your take on the movie. Like, what did you think? Again, four okay. hours. So there's a lot so of we, a lot of stuff in there. We'll we'll, we'll put aside the um, sixteen by nine, four by three argument. That's the end of that. Now let's actually talk about the movie. So okay, so I have this special thing <laughs> where I forget movies. <laughs> I watch something <laughs> and then. A couple of years later, it will be almost 90% blanked out, okay? That's just because I have a very bad memory. And, you know, I guess I have selective memory where I'll kind of remember something and then something else gets deleted and formatted so I can make more space for something else. So I actually didn't remember too much of the of the first cut. So I was just like, okay, it was pretty fresh, right? Now, what I, what I did like about it is I like some of the changes. So, you know, I was kind of reviewing and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, kind of seeing... I mean, the black Superman outfit. I mean, come on. Like, how could they miss that out in the original like, I, version? Come I, on. I knew that was the first thing. Like, you were watching Dude. it. You were like, like, where's mine? Where's I was just mine? like, I, I, I already love this movie. I already, 10 out of 10, straight away. Black <laughs> Superman outfit, job done, right? But no, I mean, I, I, I liked it. I like that. I mean, one of the things that I like personally is was because it was in chapters. By the way, we forgot yeah. to do spoiler alert. I'll put that... <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in there sorry guys if you've not already seen it but it's been two weeks by the time you listen to this so it's your own fault but anyway um so one of the things you know for me was uh um uh, it, because it was in chapters it kind of like because yeah. i generally have a very short attention span so i kind of take breaks in between regular movies and uh, you know if you've ever watched yeah. a bollywood movie there's something called an intermission <laughs> that you have yeah. in between because those three hour movies or three and a half hour movies is something that you know uh people from <laughs> Uh, from you know India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, they're, they're very much used to that, right? So yeah, having exactly. an intermission is something that's very normal. But the fact that this was kind of split in chapters, I quite like because it was it meant that I could kind of because I actually watched it in parts, um, so I took a bit of a break, do something else. So I quite like that as well. Uh, the visual effects, I also liked. I liked the fact that they developed more of cyborg story, um, which, oh, which God, is something yeah. that I that that I thought was you know, missing from the first one. It was kind of like just kind of thrown in there. So it kind of built up the character a little bit more as well. So I, I definitely like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, overall a very, very good movie. But obviously, E, you are more of a uh, movie buff, uh, a comic book fan. So love to hear your thoughts. I mean, I mean, for me, it hit the hit the nail on on how uh, DC characters are because mm. I'm, a, I'm a big DC fan first before Marvel, but I I've have all comic books uh dc characters are gods they're not mm. they're not they're not people who have powers that's marvel marvel's always somebody develops powers dc characters when one woman came in and saved the kids you know uh from that school trip she just went through all those people i was like you are gone like just totally right okay um i'm gonna and, stop you there you know, I, I don't like referring to people as gods so <laughs> i'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna that actually goes very much against my religion so just want to put a disclaimer out there he is <laughs> chatting rubbish right now <laughs> you cannot compare characters to gods but anyway uh to, 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 to gods no okay. no small no 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 smaller not never up there 
Yeah. I mean, you could they're, say they're thought of higher. Super supernatural, right? But we wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't refer to them. I mean, you're a Christian. Well, Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I'm I'm referring to the fact that like they they are written like the Greek gods per se. Okay. No, in, in yeah. That, so they they're, they're kind of like. Yeah. Uh, um, Methodical, mythical. Uh, yeah, exactly. When you when uh, when whenever they come in into a scene, there's a sort of reverence of like, yeah, they're here. You know, like every time, you know, when Superman showed up to fight the bad guy, they had Steppenwolf. Like he just showed up and just kicked his, you know, kicked his butt <laughs> completely yep, all the way. Yep, yeah, so, so it's we, we, yeah, but, yeah, but so it's a lot he's, of that he's, stuff. he's an alien from Krypton who you know uh, has these. Uh, powers compared to us i mean if he was in krypton then maybe he wouldn't be so tough <laughs> no actually no he, will, he actually will have zero zero powers it's the, it's yeah. the sun it's our our sun that feeds yeah. him it basically it's like photosynthesis so definitely yeah, not a exactly. god <laughs> <laughs> um but I, but i like that but i also i think one of the things for me was always was cyborg that was probably the best yeah. part and i think even that scene that he helped the 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 mother who was a waitress um, it's, that to me just showed his character, like because his father was saying you have all this power. It's like you know, like the Spider-Man tale. You always hear like you've got all this power. It's how do you use it to help people? Mm. You know, in that sense. So a lot of that stuff was great. But again, like you know, the special effects, uh, the fight scene, the action, uh, the story details that could have sprung out from this if it continues. Um, so th again, for me, it was it was great and it's very watchable because of the chapters actually. Because of the chapters, you can really just skip. Like if you want to go back and watch it again, you can go like, oh, okay, watch like it, I like yeah. that. You know, I like that scene here, or you know, this and that, or I like the Amazons. I want to see the Amazons. You know do their thing you can just skip and go there and like check it out so for me that was cool although the sad thing though is Warner Brothers now is still saying that this will not continue and I'm going this is the this was trending by the way you know how we talked about this is funny remember I was thinking about this this weekend remember mm -hmm. how Lou was able to get his his vi unboxing video oh no unboxing his uh, giveaway video trending for a day well, well, this yeah. has been trending since Thursday till today yeah yeah like, so that's like so and we're I'm, shooting this on a Monday, so it's already been four days. That's, uh, been four. I was like, you don't you don't have anything that trends like like that, so you can't tell people that that's the end. Like that's mm. just a bad business decision move. But that's a whole nother story entirely. Hey, look, they're gonna see the they're gonna see it. Trust me, this will. I mean, the, the reason why they even got this is because at the end of the day, all of these they, they all work on money, right? When they see potential and they see that there's there's gonna be more money rolling in, I guarantee you they're gonna you know look into it because it's it, it, at the end of the day it's all about money it's all it comes up oh no no you're, you're absolutely right because they don't have a streaming hbo max is not available anywhere else except the u.s right mm -hmm. uh but over the weekend all the foreign streaming services in different countries have been posting in india they said this was the highest rented movie i've gone to the service that mentioned that they've had by 150 percent so <laughs> So hey. I'm going like that is just a lot of no, cash. But you guys it always happens. Like you remember, like the whole Deadpool story as well, where they wanted to do this, they were like, "Nah, it's not gonna happen." And then the tr uh, you know the 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 footage got trailer. Leaked. Oh, it was yeah, Ryan Reynolds. He he leaked yeah, it yeah. himself. Leaked it right, and then when they saw the potential, they were like, and obviously then it became and it was one of my favorite superhero movies, Deadpool, Deadpool two amazing amazing movies and again yeah. when they see the potential and they see the amount of money 
that the dollar signs light up, their eyes light up, and you know it's just gonna happen, right? And, yeah, and this is yeah. the thing, something that I definitely expect uh, going forward. So yeah, I mean, I see a lot of potential there. Uh, very, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna watch it three times in a week like he has. Um, I didn't enjoy I've, that I've, much. Actually, <laughs> I've, I've only watched it once. Oh. I'm still watching it again. I basically okay. stopped. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, like, look, look, hey, look, look. As a superhero fan, I usually watch my superhero movies at least three times. If, back then, when I was younger, I watched, uh, you know, Dark Knight. I watched it like five times. Man of Steel, six times. Okay, that's Dark enough. Knight. I'm not anything. Sorry, I just want to take a moment. <laughs> Dark Knight. I mean, you know what? Like, I, I remember like seeing Batman Begins, right? Uh, I wasn't yeah. sure what to expect, right? I went in and I was like, wow. Like, absolutely yeah. love that. And then the dark night so this was this was so funny because we so wanted to see that right uh but it was my um my cousin's wedding right so we were, had got together uh-huh. now it's my cousin's wedding the day after right we're supposed to help out set everything up right and me and my cousins like my, my so is 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 my cousin it was her wedding and she was like the first one getting married and we were like we have to go see this so we snuck out <laughs> for a late showing so we could be on the first day to watch The Dark Knight and then we came back and we got caught and oh, it, was, it was not fun but it was totally <laughs> worth it it was totally totally worth it because it was such a good movie oh man Dark Knight I'm gonna watch that again I've watched that movie so many times but I, I like to have a bit of a gap I like to you know, yeah, maybe yeah. have like a year or two in between because as I said then you know my formatting happens and I'm like oh yeah let me let me see that it's like what see, he's the killer least- <laughs> at least oh, you're 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 slightly better you're better than board firm board firm is we've calculated now it's literally three months and then there's a three full months. reset Erase, gone come back yeah. and i i tell you that actually it's maybe even less because we were um we were about to watch uh Zack Snyder's justice league and she's like you know i don't think they've done a superman movie i was like we just watched man of steel a month ago <laughs> <laughs> okay, so found somebody that's actually uh, even has has got the, even a short term memory. All, I mean, all, all she re- all she remembers is who is Superman. It's like I know Henry. I'm like I know he's Superman, but I'm like, I'm like we, we were right here. <laughs> like what's, what's going on? It's like ah, it's, it's gone. Erase, remove. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. We've we've got um, hopefully hopefully more coming. So um, yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. All right, guys, that's uh, that's all we have time for. We kind of ended off on completely non-tech, and it was uh, hopefully you enjoyed the fun chat. Uh, if you enjoyed the podcast, as always, do drop a rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube and social media. Get involved. Um, the YouTube channel is doing really well. We've got the clips going up on there as well. So if you just want to uh, hear a few clips rather than the full episode, you know, feel free to do that on YouTube. We've got all of pretty much all of the devices that we talked about. We've covered on the main channels, Board at Work and Super Saf, and also Board Fem, uh, if you want to hear a female's perspective on some tech as well. So do go ahead and check all of those out. Uh, thanks for listening. This is Saf on Super Saf Speaks. And uh, Thunder E from Board at Work. We'll see you next time.